Welcome back to the glue guys. This is Mike here. Special episode. Nets guard Chris Chioza joined the show. He joined us on Zoom from his family's home in Memphis. So you're going to hear at times you're going to hear uh, maybe some dings from a computer or a sink being turned on and off. But, you know, that's a natural environment. Chris was great. He talked a lot about how much the team is communicating with its players during this time when we don't know if the NBA season is going to come back. Chris kind of broke down for us the time just before the season got shut down, which is when he was playing a lot of minutes for the Nets, you know, what that meant to him, why things suddenly sort of seemed to flip for him in a good way. And then at the end, he talks about Chris and Nick Claxton, Theo Pinson, a few other players are part of this crew of guys who are part of Kevin Durant's rehab. And he calls it the extra work crew. And he really, you know, kind of talked about what KD has been looking like in these sessions and what Chris himself is taking away from doing it. So coming up, you're going to hear Chris Chioza, Nets guard, and we will be back in your ears at some point later this week. Chris, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. How you doing, man? Doing good. How y'all doing? Good. We were just going to hop into it because uh, I don't know if you know, but Zoom knocks people off after 40 minutes. If you don't uh-huh. have the the corporate level account, we want to condense. We, we don't want to make sure that happens with our interview with you. Mike, you didn't shell out for the corporate account. Come on. Yeah, I know. On. <laughs> I thought this was a real podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how you doing? Where are you right now? I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm back home in Memphis right now. How are things in Memphis right now with you all? Is it craziness like it is in New York, or is it kind of more normal? No, I mean it feels pretty normal over here. I mean, not a lot of people outside, but overall, it's it's pretty normal right now. But everything good? Family's good? Everything like yeah, they're taken care of? Yeah, they're doing they're doing well. So just doing yeah, the time good. I got with them. And how's the um, vibe of the team during quarantine? Have you guys had your fair share of like? Awkward Zoom happy hours as well. Has that been going on? No, nah, we got a group message though. We uh we're always yeah. you know joking around in there, but uh, that's how we stay in contact most of the time. Uh, FaceTime and just a group message. Everybody got right good on. spirits though. Does the team like are they messaging you stuff now? Are they like telling you, hey, like try to do these certain workouts, or is it very kind of hands off? Like how's how's that communication between you guys and the team in this weird moment that we're in? Uh, no, I mean, like the team and the organization, they have great communication. Uh, you know, they text us. Uh, at least, you know, they, they're on me heavy about getting my workouts and stuff in. So, I mean, they, they send us something to do weekly basis. So every Sunday we get a, a, a stuff, a list of stuff we need to do, kind of like a little timeline to kind of help us just get it done. And what is a, what is a workout looking like these days? Like just like doing doing burpees in the house or, I mean, what do we got? Uh, I mean, it's, it's different for everyone because – Everybody's got different stuff, but luckily here I got some uh, some weights in one of the rooms, so uh, I can do a little bit more than I guess some people could. But they they sent us a couple of things like foam rollers, uh, stretching bands, just stuff that they could – basketball, just so we could have stuff to do around the house to help us work out. Did you see the thing about Jason Tatum that everyone was getting crazy about, that the fact that he says he hadn't picked up a basketball and like – a month and everyone all the and i think that was i think he was even kind of joking you know i think he was basically saying he wasn't playing competitive basketball yeah. but like how much do you like how much do you feel like you got to be working out during this moment or do you like because it's so weird like even i think for everyone who's all at home it's kind of hard to kind of keep on the grind that you need to be doing for your job and you don't even know if the season's going to come back you know yeah i mean i think it's a big key to be working out just to be able to stay in shape because i mean nobody when this first happened, the season being suspended, I'm sure people thought like, ah, oh, you know, it'll be a week or two, something like that. So you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. But we've been on for over a month now. 
and just the just the first week or two that I couldn't work out and I came back and just just got shots up and moved around a little bit I, I felt how you know different I felt like that was just tired a lot quicker you haven't done anything but laid around the house for two weeks so this is a weird new paradigm. Let me ask you this, outside of basketball, what are we watching on TV? Are you gaming? How are you staying sane outside of any of this stuff? Oh, uh, man, I'm on the, I'm playing the game. I don't know how many hours a day. I lose track. <laughs> what, what do you got? Like what are we my, playing? Like Come on. I get my workout done. I'm on video games. What, uh, what, are, we, what are you booting Fortnite, up? Fortnite, Call of Duty. Fortnite. Yeah. Classic. We have to get you in the Counter-Strike team here. We'll, we'll, we'll squad up eventually. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing with other nets or like, what do you, are you, do you just go into random rooms and no one knows that you're a NBA player when you're in there? Do you talk shit to people when you're in these rooms? For the most part, I play like squads with my, like my friends that I grew up with or just people I'm cool with. But occasionally I'll just get in like with random people and I, I mean, I won't never, they will never know like who I am because I <laughs> jealous people, so. All this craziness did happen for you personally at a very kind of, a, you were an ascendant play happening right as we were getting to the point and then everything shuts down and so for you personally what was it like the fact that you were getting minutes you were getting run and then this in crazy global pandemic shuts down you know this career path that you were projected to continue on for you yourself like what was that moment like i had just you know kind of found my fit in the team i felt like and i felt like we had gotten a good groove the last what six or seven games I felt like we were really on a good page and we were, you know, taking the next step to really, you know, make a good push them last 15 or 16 games and, you know, try to get better uh, better seeding. And then, you know, I was coming to the end of my two-way, playing well, so I was hoping that, you know, it was going to get converted and I only had a few, I forgot how many days for sure, but it was only a few days left. And so I think we had three games left on the West Coast trip, so that would have been a few more days right there. I would have been down to one or two days probably. So with that, with that happening at the time it did, I don't know what would have happened yet, right. you know. So just waiting to see, just trying to stay ready. So when the season does come back, or if it does come back, you know, I'm ready to go and, you know, pick up where I left off and, you know, just to do what I got to do just to, you know, help the team. Yeah, so people may not know. So the two-way situation, if you get a certain number of days as a being on the, you know, the Brooklyn Nets and not the Long Island Nets, mm-hmm. you then there's a decision that has to be made, right, by the Nets where they decide to either convert you to a full-time – Yep. Or would have to cut you, I think, right? Um, so how close were you, you were saying? You were real I I, right I there. I, was, I had less than a week, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure exactly how many days I had left. I'll have to check again, but I didn't have many left at all. So That's wild, man. Yeah. So you're hoping really hard, obviously, that the season's – I mean, you would hope the season's going to come back anyways, but yeah. that'd be huge for you. Yeah, it would. So hopefully it comes back, you know, sooner than later and get back out there playing ball because I never realized how much time you have when you're not doing basketball. Like even in the summertime, <laughs> during the off season, it's like you have plans. So you don't seem like you have as much free time because you have you going places, you're with people. It's just like when you're just you got to stay away from almost everybody and you can't do yeah. ba- you can't play basketball it's like i need to find more hobbies cuz video games <laughs> video games like yeah. it <laughs> yeah it, it gets that's like a i'm one of the, i'm old school i still have like ps3 i'm i'm cheap really i should i'm not oh, wow. yeah, i'm not old yeah, school i'm old cheap <laughs> Because I like to buy the games that are like three years old for ten dollars, yeah, like two ninety nine on on Amazon, uh, yeah. and it's not cutting it. 
it's like it's really like these games are so bad. No one's playing with me online because it's like the old like. Well, you can't go are, online and Red Dead Redemption <laughs> One. Like it's not online. That's that's, that's local. Uh, so I did buy Madden on my computer, but that's terrible. They have it on computer. Yeah, it's an awful experience. That's amazing. It's it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know if you ever played Wii Madden like on Wii, but it's like an wow. awful. This is you worse. Should just, you should get Fortnite. You can play Fortnite on the computer. I know, but I'm yeah. going to get waxed by a three-year-old or something, so I don't want to get... I mean, you got everybody starts off somewhere. I mean, yeah, I, heard it's easy, I heard it's easier to play on a computer because, like, you can build, and I think it's easier to shoot. I'm not sure. I never played on a computer, but... Spencer, are you getting waxed by... So, Are you not getting waxed by three-year-olds on Madden on your computer, <laughs> Mike? <'Cause> that, <laughs> Dude, I, I play franchise mode. I don't actually play games. I just want to build, like, a dynasty where I have eight first-round picks every year. That's kind of, like, the way I... I go about it, and I never win Super Bowls. So that's that's my life on Madden. Um, <laughs> cool, cool life. Thanks, man. So and and I did. So we were talking about obviously before you came on the show. You know, we're digging. I wanted to go back in the game logs because it's been a while since we were watching basketball. And I and we had talked about you kind of reaching this point with the team where you were playing really good minutes. You're out there on the floor, and it all began in that wild Boston game. When you guys were down, the Nets were down 17 in the fourth quarter. It was like, I think it was you, Rhodey, uh, TLC, someone else in Levert basically played the entire fourth quarter. Uh, uh, I think DeAndre. DeAndre? I know he and, was there for a lot of it, but I don't know if he was out there the whole time. I'm pretty sure he was out there most of the time. Though. But you were, I mean, you, I think you played the, nearly the entire fourth quarter. You, maybe you came out for a second. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to go back to that for, for a moment. So you hadn't been playing much, at least with the Brooklyn Nets at that point. And then you get to that game and the team is down by what the, you know, at 17 of the fourth, when you get in the game, what's the focus? What's the mindset when you're getting in? I'm sure for you, it was just like, I got to prove, I want to prove myself in these minutes, whatever minutes I get, I want to show that I got something. Yeah. I mean, when I got in, I think I got in at the end of the third quarter. I mean, I wasn't, I really wasn't expecting to get in that early, but the way the game was going, it's just, I think Garrett got hurt early in the game. So we were down one person already, one more body. And I think uh, we had a back-to-back coming up and it wasn't looking very, it wasn't looking very good. So I think, uh, you know, they put me in for Spencer and I just got in there and I was like, well, I mean, I got 12 minutes, 13, 14 minutes left to play. I'm like, man, let's go out here. I'm just going to play hard, you know, at least cut the lead down to at least single digits. Like if anything else happens, it happens, but we just going to come out here and play hard. And then, Karis, Karis got, Karis was, you know, got hot in the third quarter, in the third quarter, and fourth quarter. It really was easy. It was just get Karis the ball. So my job was just to, you know, try not to let Kemba get any, you know, easy looks. Uh, and he got a couple, and he hit them. But other than that, uh, I was just, you know, trying to run a team and play hard, and you know, just get the ball to Karis. <laughs> you spent some time with Washington earlier in the season. And then came over to Brooklyn. So I'm wondering, like, when you're sort of in that position where you're trying to crack a rotation, how much time do you spend thinking about what that team is looking for? Maybe, like, for Washington, they need a defense super badly. Or when you come to Brooklyn, you know that, you know, Kenny and Sean are, like, really about analytics and stuff. How much do you let that sort of influence what you do, tailor your game towards it? Or do you just set out to play totally your own natural game and, like, you know, let the chips fall where they may? You know what I mean? Uh, a little bit of both, but mostly I just go yeah. there and play my game because either way you look at it, if you're looking at it from an analytical standpoint, I'm a great shooter, so I, I don't mind shooting threes instead of mid ranges. <laughs> <But, laughs> uh, threes and rim. I mean, yeah, I, I I feel like I play pretty evenly throughout all three levels. 
but I mean, I like to shoot threes and I, I'm fast. So I like getting to the rim. So analytical standpoint, yes, checks out. I mean, it doesn't really bother me, uh, especially I had a little time with Houston last year. So I got used to shooting threes anyway. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, and then we've been with the, the Wizards, like you said, the, their biggest focus for me was defense. So when I was with them and I was in the rotation, I was trying to pick up 94 feet for the little, for the 12, 15 minutes I was in with them. And like you said, get Brad the ball. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in Houston, it's get James the ball in, in DC, it's get Brad the ball. And in, Brooklyn, at least at that time, was get Karis the ball. Yeah, and that that's game. a good point. Guard. It was, it was used. I was used to getting them, you know, those guys the ball. So wasn't <laughs> Boston and Karis was hot. I was like, oh, this is just like being in the other two teams I was with. He's 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 these guys tonight. He's he's playing on superstar level tonight. So he was insane <clears throat> that game too. I mean, get him the ball when he when he. I told him I was like, you just get to where you want it and. You just put your hands up, and I'm past you. Did you expect to be taken out at some point in that game? Because you were, I mean, you were on the floor for probably the most minutes consecutively of your whole pro career, I imagine. Besides, you know, G League. I'm not kind of, you know, yeah, I definitely did. When the fourth quarter, when we when we cut that lead under like seven or eight, and it was still like three or four minutes left, I was like, okay, well, I played good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like let's like, let's see when uh I was like I knew I thought Spencer was gonna come back in and uh you know he was gonna try to go with the you know the vets to close it out but you know he had he had trust in us uh, he saw how hard we were playing and we had a rhythm going so I guess he just didn't want to mess that up and is there anything the working so is there anything different that you've been like from your time with the Nets from your time with the Wizards compared to your time with Houston like. Is there anything different that the Nets have been doing that's just a little bit, not a curveball, but just something a little bit different from what the other teams have been doing? I don't know how to explain it, but so far I feel like the, the organization here in Brooklyn are like, there's never like any confusion. They're always on the same page. They're very well connected. And it's like they have a, a great, they're always well prepared for stuff. And they take, sometimes they take uh, extra precaution and stuff they do, especially especially this time. Like, uh, you know, they're checking in on us every day. Uh, they got us filling out. They send us a link every day. We have to fill out about how we're feeling. What do we do today? Stuff like that. They just they they make sure that we're doing what we you know need to be doing, and they they try to just make sure that they're they're looking out for the players. It seems like a lot more than I would say what I've heard from other places. Are you one of the people involved? So we are a part of the Athletic Podcast Network, and Alex Schiffer, who covers the Nets, wrote a story about Kevin Durant's three on three with the team Theo Pinson's like one of the guys that are part of the three on three are you one of the the yeah. three on three rehab crew or four yeah. on four or whatever the extra work group. that's what we call it the extra work group so. <laughs> how's the extra work how was it playing against Durant you know like this guy that I'm sure it's, you've been watching for a long time now yeah. you're playing against him and with him yeah so it's totally different when you see him you know out there scoring 40 points on tv then when you see him score 40 points on you it's a lot <laughs> how's, how's so you're that like, man, you're like well he's he's like you're like in your head you're like well he's like six nine so you know he's tall we know he can shoot he can dribble he's like a guard he's six nine and then you play against him you're like uh he's a little bit taller than six nine <laughs> he can do more than shoot he doesn't miss it is like if he could dribble like a guard like really dribble so when you're out there with him it's just crazy like i think that's probably the He's definitely the best scorer I've ever seen. And I think most people would agree with that because there's nothing you can do to guard, like stop him. He's taller than everyone and he can shoot better than pretty much everybody in the NBA. So it's like, you got to take something away and then he's going to go dunk on you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, have you seen a lot hope of it's a bad day or something? So. Have you seen a lot of progression? Like since you started doing the extra work, or did he start slow and get get better? Or is it just sort of like once he started playing, was it he's sort of doing everything that he does normally? Yeah, I mean, I've never really, I've never seen him play in person, but until I got here. But I mean, the first the first two days we played, you know, his his handle was a little off because he hadn't been playing. But after those first two days, uh, yeah, he looks. If, if he gets much better than this, then uh, I don't know. I don't know how you, but if he gets if he gets better than what he is right now, then uh, it's gonna be a long season next year for whoever's going. Who's the, who's part of the extra work crew? So it's you, Theo. I think Nick Claxton is part of the group. Who else like gets in these games? And like, is it like does it feel like a game, or does it? I'm sure it's KD focused, right? It's about his rehab, but is it competitive? Are you guys actually trying to win? Oh yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's me, Theo, Rody, TLC. Jeremiah and Katie. So some days, some days, if we have a back to back or something, uh, Rody or TLC, or I think if you play like twenty minutes, you don't have to play the next day. You get your rest if it's a back to back or something. So it's been a couple. It's been twice that I got to sit out, and you know I feel good about that. That means I played good the day before, so I don't got to do the extra work group. <laughs> but then Katie's mad at me because. He said I'd be a soft because I don't want to work out. <laughs> I'll be trying to tell him it's not my choice. Yeah, how do you take that when Kevin Durant is saying you're soft and uh, you, it'd be, you it'd should be, be working jokes. out? It'd be all jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, so, uh, no, nah, it's really competitive. We we normally start off, uh, we do like a half court, like three on three. Sometimes we throw in like our, uh, our coaches that work us out, our skill development guys. Uh, they might, you know, two of them might get in, we might play five on five. So it just depends on what's going on. But uh, we'll play three on three. It's really whatever Katie wants to do. So we'll play three on three and we'll break off. And then after each game, we'll play like seven or 10. You got to make a free throw. Whoever hits the game with a shot, got to hit the free throw to, you know, seal the game. Classic. We go, we play probably like three, three or four half court games. We play a couple full court games, just depending on, you know, how much time we got, how he's feeling. They're going to try to cut it early, but if he's losing, he ain't going to cut it early. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's like, I remember when President Obama was in office, he would often play basketball and he had like a crew of people that would come play basketball. Mm-hmm. But I would think those people that play basketball, they claimed that like it was the president would not allow them to play him soft. If you threw him like an elbow or a hip, he actually kind of liked it because it was like mm-hmm. one of the few times in his day when he was getting sort of, you know, he's act like a regular person. Yeah. Like I feel like with KD, there's got to be some awareness, right? Of that can't be too physical with him because he's like the, you know, he's a billion dollar franchise guy. I mean, he does not really feel that his, way. His game's not really built on physicality, you know? So it's, he's really, you know, crafty, even though he's, he's tall. It's really not too much contact going on, except for when he's, you know, doing post moves, like he posts somebody up. But, uh, I mean, we're playing hard. We're playing physical as we can. But, like I'm saying, it's not like we're just going out there, you know, just laying each other out on the ground. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Like that only happened one time, but it wasn't him. So <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. Trust me. That's really good to hear. So we should let you go because we, we've taken up enough of your time. We promise we won't take up too much of your time. <laughs> But like, what are you what are you looking forward to now? So you're hoping, obviously, basketball gets started and he can pick back up with the net. So what's the focus, sort of like, as you're going forward into this situation? Man, just try to you know pick up where where I left off and just go out there and play hard. And, you know, continue to prove myself and uh, let the chips fall where they fall. But I mean, I'm not looking to change anything. Up. I'm just looking to you know come out there and just do what I've been doing 
same thing I've been doing since I've been playing basketball. Just, you know, playing the right way, playing hard, taking it one step at a time. Yeah, man, where you left off was awesome. I mean, it's exactly what we needed every, right, right at the right time. Um, so yeah, I really hope that the, hope that the season picks back up and that you get to be pick up right where you left off. Cause, uh, I think like speaking for the fans, like you were a bit of a fan darling in those five games. It was like, you know, just what sort of we, we needed at the time. So appreciate yeah, I really hope that the season comes back, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Chris. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you.